Hello, and happy Resurrection Weekend. Welcome to the Teenagers in America podcast. I'm your host, Aiden, joined by co-hosts Reagan and John, and today we are celebrating the resurrection of Jesus Christ with a special episode on the Resurrection Weekend. Um, so I have a few verses here from Luke chapter 24. This is verses 1 through 7. It says, But on the first day of the week, at early dawn, they went to the tomb, taking the spices they had prepared, and they found the stone rolled away from the tomb. But when they went in, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were perplexed about this, behold, two men stood by them in dazzling apparel. And as they were frightened and bowed their faces to the ground, the men said to them, Why do you seek the living among the dead? He is not here, but has risen. Remember how he has told you while he was still in Galilee, that the Son of Man would be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified and on the third day rise. And I think that's kind of our, our hope, as, that's, it's definitely our hope as believers that he died, uh, Christ specifically died, and he rose again on the third day, and that is our hope as believers. And so this is kind of the goal of this episode is to um, review the, the story or um, of the Resurrection Weekend, what we're celebrating right now. And uh, so, yeah, what are your guys' first thoughts on this? To start out for me, uh, I think it's important when thinking about resurrection uh, and those three days from Good Friday to Sunday um, and how it all uh, worked and how uh, God lived a sinless life and was uh, falsely accused and um, hung on the cross and uh, died and then rose again. And it's important because if he had not risen, then Christianity would be dead like so many other religions. Uh, Religions that, uh, whose, like, savior, I guess, whatever they call it, uh, actually did die and didn't rise from the dead. And that shows that Christianity is the only, like, real, uh, religion that you could believe in that uh everything he said came true everything he prophesied came true and uh as a christian and a believer this is such a key time uh for our faith because if this had if uh if this hadn't happened he had not risen risen from the dead um then our hope would be uh for no good because god had, would not have defeated death and we would not be able to go to heaven with him and since he did defeat the grave and did rise, then Christianity isn't dead, and it's the only uh, religion, like I said, that uh, the Savior or the the what the religion is about, which is Jesus and God, it's still alive and he's still living and he's working through each of us, and um, uh. And he's and he uh, we've been talking about the fruit of the spirit recently, uh, and that spirit and he gave us his Holy Spirit so that we can live out of uh, mind like his. And I think it's very important to uh, remember what he did for us on the cross, because if you think about it, um, he didn't do anything wrong. If you look at his entire life, he lived sinful, a sinless life. He uh, did miracles. He uh, had disciples that he taught. He taught everyone. He, uh, when people were rude to him, he left. He wasn't uh, rude to those people. And um, I think, uh, I don't know which gospel it's in, but if I'm not mistaken, on t- usually on top of the cross is what the sin they committed. 
And I think Jesus' sin that he committed was claiming he was the Messiah of the Jews. That was the sin that they killed him upon, which is not a sin at all. And it just shows that like the prophecies became true and everything God says happened will happen because he prophesied beforehand that he will rise from the dead and he did rise from the dead. And um, so I, it's very important to think about that and not the commercialization of it, I guess, like like um, different things that we do um, to make it more fun when this is like a joyfulest time. It was hard, and then it was in between. No one knew it was going to happen, and then finally he rose. And for people that were living during that time, it's probably a scary time. Um, but he did rise from the dead. And one more point I want to make, or one of the last points I want to make, is when he died, the veil and the temple was split in two, giving us the ability to pray to God and not have to go through the priest and giving us a constant relationship with him, which is what God always wanted. He wanted us to be able to uh, have a relationship with him because he cherishes that, uh, and he wants us to grow and learn and ask him questions and live for him, and that's what he wants. So it's a, it's uh, it's when the fruition of uh, Christianity became full. Um, it was that time, that day, that he uh, died, uh, gave us a relationship with him, uh, conquered death for us, forgave all of our sins, um, and then rose again, and gave uh, unbelie- like unbelievers and doubters that he was really alive a chance to see him and realize he is really the Messiah, and that um, even though men tried to kill him, he would not stay dead, and he came back, and that's... A very important thing so uh, those are my first thoughts on it yeah and uh, like you said this uh, this weekend is the ultimate uh, the basis for the Christian uh, religion um, or really the Christian faith rather um, and it's the ultimate triumph of our Savior until he comes back for his second coming which will be um, the final victory um, for God's kingdom but it really is such a amazing weekend as it's it's so sobering um the the crucifixion and the crucifixion story and the the complete rejection of christ that the jews had at that time it was um crazy to think that that's the way the story would have gone when god had done so much for his people over um hundreds of years and then like john talked about the waiting period in between um like probably the disciples would have had doubts and and be afraid. I think at that time they would have been in danger from um, the Pharisees and the Jewish leaders at the time. Um, And then the ultimate moment of victory and triumph when he did rise from the dead, as he had told his disciples that he would, um, which is conquering death. So now we we don't have to, to be eternally dead or eternally in hell we get to continue to live uh life in eternity with god um because of what jesus did in conquering death um in the splitting of the veil like john said we can now uh, communicate with god anywhere and we don't have to go to a certain spot 
um, but rather the temple now becomes um, our bodies because Christ dwells in us. We can talk to God whenever. So it's, it's an amazing story, and I think um, it doesn't get as much, uh, in some areas I would say, as much attention as a holiday like Christmas, but this is, uh, you, didn't have, you don't have the Christian faith without um, this event, um, the ultimate sacrifice, the atonement for our sins, and um, the blood to satisfy uh, Christ's wrath. And really, I think even this event for um, people who are not um, Hebrew or Jewish, uh, the Gentiles, as, as we are called in the Bible, because I think all of us, I think, are Gentiles um, or would have been considered Gentiles at that time, we then got the ability to be able to come into Christ's kingdom. We had not had that ability before Jesus had um, arrived in, in history. We hadn't had that ability to be a part of God's kingdom, but this opened up it to everybody who um, was willing to accept Christ to acknowledge this weekend and acknowledge what happened here and to be able to enter into uh, Christ's kingdom and live forever with him. So it really is such a, it's an amazing, not just a holiday, it's an amazing point in our faith, and uh, it's an amazing uh, uh, moment to consider the cross and an amazing moment to be joyful and celebrate the end of this weekend, which was the resurrection of Christ. Yeah, and um, I, I agree with you guys on what you guys have been saying. Um, and I think that my first kind of official thoughts on, on this episode specifically, we, we speak about Easter or, or the Resurrection Weekend, as it should be called. Um, I think that, you know, the wor- when you look at the worldly views of, of, you know, and I quote Easter, you know, that's what everyone calls it. Um, Christ is completely eliminated for you know, the Easter bunny, candy, you know, um, uh, even gifts. It just, it's, um, there's so many things that go into it. Uh, but then if you look at the, from Christianity, the standpoint of, of uh, you know, quote, Easter, it's, it's actually should be called Resurrection uh, Weekend because it's looking at Christ's death, his uh, burial, and his uh, resurrection. And, um, uh, and I think that, it's key for us as believers to take this weekend as a time to really, um, you know, look at scripture, look at what Christ did and, um, and thank him ultimately, because like, uh, both John and Reagan have been saying, if it wasn't for Christ's death, um, we would not have a way of salvation. You know, that is, that was the ultimate sacrifice, um, for our forgiveness of sins. And, um, Without that, we would not have, like I said, a way of salvation. So it's so key and, and vital to, to look at this weekend is, is of great importance. You know, um, you know, we go through weeks on our lives, um, and it's just every weekend, just you know, it's just another weekend. But this weekend, because we look at it as a, uh, a resurrection weekend, this is a important weekend for us to sit back and and ultimately look at the cross, look at the uh, look at the story of of Christ's life and his death, and and really. Um, like I said, think about it and thank him because ultimately um, we owe uh, at, at least a you know, thanks, 100% for sure. I mean, if it was not for, like I said, him, we wouldn't have a way of salvation. So it's um, that, and, and I think it's also important to understand that we, we don't really, we don't deserve 
that. We didn't deserve um, a way of salvation. We deserve to be eternally punished for the um, the sins we have committed. But because of the mercy and grace of God, Him sending His Son to die, now we have a way. Um, and that's not something that you see. You'll never see that great of an act of kindness and lovingness uh, in history. In the future, in past history, you'll never see it. Um, and I think it, it's, I don't know, I think that this is a time for every, for families, for people to, you know, to really get together and, and examine it, you know, and, and take time to think about, um, you know, Christ and, and what he did. And uh, it, it's a very important weekend. And I'm, I'm actually kind of, I'm excited for it. Last night, we, um, we, my family and I sat down and our pastor did a live stream of communion and we were able to, to sit and have a, uh, a little kind of service, I guess you could call it. Um, and he kind of talked a little bit about the, uh, the, the story of Christ and his, uh, life on earth and his death and the significance of it. And, um, I also think that it, it, it was a, it was a good idea. Um, and it was kind of weird cause we're, we're all in quarantine, um, and stuff to like have a communion service, um, on live stream and we're all at home, but it was, it was nice to sit and, uh, do it together as a family to take communion, to examine ourselves. I think this is a good time to do so, to examine ourselves and to find the sins, um, that, which is something we should do, not just do this weekend, but at any point in our lives, continually, it's something we should do. Uh, ask God to reveal, or the Holy Spirit to reveal to us, uh, the, the sin that we have in our lives. But, um, you know, I think that it's communion specifically, like, looking, you know, um, asking the Holy Spirit to reveal our sin to us and then working off of that and not just going, not doing nothing about it, but truly like working to, um, to, uh, better um, ourselves and not just, uh, you know, because we're good people, you know, we want to be good people, but obviously we can't reach that. But, um, repenting of those sins and asking God to work in us and to help us become more like Christ. Um, and so it was a nice time to be able to sit down and, and, and you know, uh, have a communion service and to really examine the cross. Um, because honestly, that's what communion is. It's remembrance of what Christ did. And then this is what this whole weekend's about. It's remembrance of, of what Christ has done. So I think it's, uh, like I said, a very important weekend. And uh, so, yeah. Yeah. And uh, like you said, this was... Um you're talking about uh, the atonement that Christ made and being thankful for it. And I think, it's, it's like you said, we do um, owe at least thankfulness, but we owed so much more before Christ um, sacrificed himself on the cross. We owed, um, we owed our lives um, as the atonement to God's wrath because prior to Jesus' coming, there was always the, the sacrifice, uh, sacri um, sacrificing of animals as atonement for an individual's sin, but when Christ took all sin on himself, past, present, and future sins, at that time he took them all on himself, and he uh, sacrificed himself with those sins so that we don't have to give animals or give eventually ourselves as the sacrifice to satisfy God's wrath, but it has been satisfied by such a moment, and that definitely um, would want, it would make us thankful for such um such an amazing thing and like aiden said i think it's important to get away from um the commercialization uh, commercialization and the, the the easter 
celebration that is really more of a worldly thing, but as Christians to get away from that thing and focus, like Aiden said, and look at our lives, examine our lives, ask the Holy Spirit to bring things up to us, and then have an amazing celebration um, on Easter Sunday or Resurrection Sunday that uh, for what he did in rising out of the tomb and that final conquering of death and sin. And yeah, um, I want to touch on some things that Raiden Aiden said. Um, communion, as Ada was talking about, is an important uh, thing because um, he was telling his disciples that his time was coming to die, and um, he gave them the bread and the uh, wine, I think it was, um, to show his blood and his body broken for them. And I think it's an important, uh, an important thing. Uh, we do it in at our churches when uh, quarantine isn't happening, um, and I think it's an important thing to have your mind set on it, uh, what happened, because it's such a key fundamental thing, and also uh, the the issue with um, the commercialization of Easter is, as Anna was saying, it pulls Jesus out and it puts the Easter Bunny in and it puts candy and eggs in there when um, and gifts. But when you think about it, they are all they all take away from what God actually did, right? So God gave us the ultimate gift, which is salvation, and God is the main focus, not the Easter Bunny, and. The hunt, if you kind of think about it, this is maybe a little bit of a stretch, but, I mean, the hunt is when the people came to try to find Jesus. And it seems like, to me, that, like, these commercializations are a ploy to get people to take their eyes off Jesus and onto this other stuff. Um, and I think it's important to put that stuff aside and hang out with family and watch sermons and just think about it and meditate on what God has done. And then finally, um, we've been talking about the fruits of the spirits a lot, and we talked about love, and I mean, we talked about like loving your enemies, but God took it to a whole different extent. I mean, I personally would give my life up for my enemy, but God didn't just give His life up for one enemy; He gave His life up for every one of His enemies, which was pretty much everyone except His disciples and a key other few. But he gave his life up for everyone, and there's not a greater love than that because he wanted people in his kingdom to live the life with him, and he knew this was the only way to do it. So he died one of the most painful deaths he could die for us, which is um, love and kindness. Kindness not to, like... Because, <laughs> I mean, he could have gotten himself off that cross and just taken all those people down and not even have to worry about any of this and just stay in heaven. But there's kindness in the fact that he just, like, let the course run. And he was kind to those people. And he didn't lash out at them. And he um, had self-control and stuff. And, and I feel like it's you can see in Christ, in what he did, the Jesus is the nutshell, if you will, of the hurts of the Spirit. Everything goes inside that. And that's why the fruit of the Spirit gives us those abilities. You could fit if you watch Jesus's life, you could see um, how it goes directly um, into the fruit of the spirit. Um, so yeah, those are my final thoughts on it, and I encourage you guys to uh, 
hang out as family, uh, family watch a sermon, and uh, think and really meditate on what God did for us because um, he made the ultimate sacrifice for us. And yeah, just to uh, reiterate what John said, like the, the Bible is the um, it's the ultimate story of love because it's like what other faith or religion has a, a, a good God creates something and that something rebels against it or rebels against the God and then that God allows itself to be killed by its creation to to make them be able to to be able to rescue them that's such an it's a, such a, that's such a crazy thing and i know like that would never be a human thing to come up with and that's why one of the reasons why we know the christian faith is is so much more real than these other religions because there's no way that any human created idol or god would do such a thing as to give its uh, give his life for his creation it's such a crazy crazy thing that he would that God humbled himself to become a small child of his creation and to be treated the way he was treated and to live a poor life um, by this world's standards. It's such a, such a crazy, crazy thing. And um, yeah, I think this is a time to really reflect on what the Bible did as like it says as a whole. This is the culmination of the story. It's, it's, the, it's the climax. It's the ultimate showdown um, of the Bible story. And it's really an amazing thing, so I encourage you guys to study that, like Aiden and John were saying, and to um, really take in this Resurrection uh, Weekend um, to um, study its importance. And if you're doing some kind of daily reading, maybe put that on pause and change it to be reading the some some pieces of the Bible, key pieces of the story, um, and specifically the crucifixion and the resurrection, um, and study it with your family. Um, and then celebrate celebrate it and what it means um, at the end of this weekend. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, and something I was going to touch on a little bit with what uh, John said about the, we look at like things like the Easter bunny, the, the you know, the um, eggs, the, the candy, the, the maybe even the gifts that people may receive or, or do while they're with on Easter um, or the resurrection weekend. Uh, you know, it's and how we talked about it po- like it possibly being a, a way of distraction from Christ itself, and and I, and I agree with that because it's it's like even, but I think it's also at the same time it's natural for the world to do substitute in worldly things um, at a time where Christ is to be celebrated, his death and resurrection has to be celebrated. Anyway, it's it's common for our our nation, our world, ultimately to substitute other things in for. Um, for Christ and, and and for the God of the Bible and the truth, ultimately, um, you know, and I think you see that everywhere. You see that on a daily basis. You see, you know, the worldly possessions like money and you know fame and fortune, all this stuff being substituted in for the truth of the Bible. Um, people would rather live a life and lose their soul than um, than to live a life where they're not able, you know, that they don't follow the worldly ideas and beliefs and you know, but living in eternity in heaven. That's what people choose that over eternity in heaven and salvation and a, and a relationship with Christ. And so you see that all the time. And I would guarantee you that there are people that uh, would, you know, purposely try to, to get the, the spotlight of Christ and bring it to other things um, because it's rebellion. It's, it's ultimate rebellion. 
And um, but no, I agree with what, what both of them were saying. And it's ultimately like I, I guess my final thoughts before we wrap this up, um, it's, it's really that, uh, you know, th- this weekend is significant, and um, I think that ultimately, like as believers, just that's my final thoughts. This is a time for us to, as Reagan was saying, to sit down and maybe reread the story, um, the gospel accounts, maybe even read all four of them just to see the different accounts from different authors. Um, because you'll see that and, and, in reading, you'll see the different accounts. And, um, although they all point to the same thing, they point to the Christ and they, they get in the gospel right there. That is what we are to preach to the nations, you know, that the, the, uh, the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's what we are to preach. And it is also our hope as believers that he did die and he rose again. And we, if we put our faith and trust in him and what he did on the cross, um, we will be saved. And it isn't just that we believe it and that's it. It has to be a true change. It has to be repentance from sin, turning from our sin, turning from um, our, our rebellion, our own sin, our things we do repenting of those, turning away from it, and then putting our faith and trust in what Christ did on the cross. And uh, that's, you know, I think that um, that's a good place to end this podcast, though. So uh, in the end, um, I will wrap us up by praying. And then, uh, but before I pray, I just want to say thank you all for, for listening. And um, uh, be on a lookout for future episodes. We are going to finish um, our uh, the rest of our season out with the fruit of the Spirit. And... Um, that will be coming out soon, so keep an eye out for that. And so, yeah, let's pray. Uh, Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you thanking you for this day, and uh, I come to you thanking you for allowing us to be able to do this podcast, to reach out to people. Um, and I thank you, Lord, for this uh, resurrection weekend, for sending your son to die in our place, Lord. Um, and we did not deserve it whatsoever, but you, you sent your son to die, and I thank you, for Lord, for that. Um, and I, I pray, Lord, that you be with each and every one of us, those who are listening, those who aren't, um, and us, Lord. I pray that you would help us to uh, continue to um, be in your word daily, to be able to uh, grow. And I pray that you would um, forgive us of our sins that we commit, Lord. And I pray that you be with those who are lost, that you would save them, that you would show them their sin, Lord, and that you would um, uh, bring them to you, Lord. And I pray that you would just help us all to uh, be a light in the darkness to those who don't know you. And um, I pray that you would keep us all safe, keep our families safe, um, keep us all healthy. And I ask all the things in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. So we will see you all in the next episode.